This episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the app and join me this week for a watch-along of Game 6 between the Vegas Golden Knights and the Colorado Avalanche to get in on the action. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. It's yours, boys and girls and babes. Let's go! Your Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Capitals podcast. My name is Amy Rothenberger and I am your host. Here's where we rock the red, unleash the fury, and cheer in all caps. Now let's start the show. It is a great day to talk about hockey and on today's roster, we're going to give Nicholas Backstrom his season report card. We're also going to talk about Jonas Siegenthaler. But first, the news. Hey, what happened? Boys and girls and babes, it is still awards season. And today, the finalists were named for the Norris Trophy. Not among them, I might add, is one John Carlson. The nominees are Adam Fox, Victor Hedman, and Kale McCarr. The Norris Trophy is given annually to the defenseman voted to have demonstrated throughout the season the greatest all-around ability at the position as voted on by the Professional Hockey Writers Association. Let's talk about the nominees. Adam Fox finished second among defensemen in scoring with 47 points and was plus 19 in 55 games. He led the New York Rangers in average ice time per game at 24 minutes, 42 seconds, which is more than three minutes more than Jacob Truba, who was in second place. He was first among the Rangers skaters in power play ice time per game and shorthanded ice time per game. He's a finalist for the first time. He scored 23 power play points, second behind Victor Hedman, and had 102 blocked shots and 38 takeaways. He would be the first Rangers player to win the award since Brian Leach did it in the 1996-97 season. Kale McCarr, who won the Calder Trophy, voted as the top rookie in the NHL last season, scored 44 points in 44 games for the Colorado Avalanche this season, and he's ranked first among defensemen in points per game. That's one point per game to do the easy math there, boys and girls and babes. He tied for the lead of the position in game-winning goals and ranked fourth in power play points. He finished second on the avalanche in ice time per game behind defenseman Devon Taves and tied for first in takeaways with Taves and forward Miko Rantanen. He's a first-time finalist. He helped Colorado finish with the best record in the regular season and win the President's Trophy, he would be the first Avalanche player to ever win that award. And then there's Victor Hedman. He was tied for third in scoring among defensemen with 45 points. He was plus five in 54 games and led the position in power play points. He ranked seventh in the NHL in average ice time, led the Tampa Bay Lightning in ice time, power play ice time per game, and was third in shorthanded ice time per game. He helped Tampa Bay rank 6th in goals against, 4th on the penalty kill, and ninth on the power play. He's a finalist for the 5th straight season. 
He won the award of the 2017-18 season and finished third in each of the past two seasons. He helped the Lightning qualify for the playoffs for the seventh time in eight seasons this year. Last year, Nashville Predators defenseman Roman Yossi won the Norris Trophy. Speaking of Nashville Predators defenseman, a former Nashville Predators defenseman, a former Montreal Canadiens defenseman, and a current New Jersey Devils defenseman, P.K. Subban, will work as an NHL analyst for ESPN throughout the rest of the Stanley Cup playoffs. He's going to debut on SportsCenter tonight, that is Wednesday, June 9th, at 11.30 on ESPN2 and at 12.30 on ESPN. Speaking of awards, he's also a finalist this season for the King Clancy Memorial Trophy. We talked about that on an earlier podcast. And just to let you know, ESPN's kind of getting a jump on their coverage for next year. ESPN and Turner Sports will take over national coverage of the NHL in the U.S. beginning next season, each signing seven-year contracts. ABC and ESPN will televise 25 exclusive regular season games each season. TNT and TBS will televise 72, including the Winter Classic. ESPN will produce 75 exclusive national broadcasts each season and stream them on ESPN Plus and Hulu and stream more than 1,000 games each season on ESPN Plus. Up next, we learned some news this week about Jonas Siegenthaler and the fact that he was traded away. There's a little more story behind that than we previously knew. This episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Locker Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. I will be hosting a Locked On Capitals Locker Room once a week, and since the Capitals are no longer playing, I usually hop on there once a week or so to either watch along with a game that's currently being played in the playoffs or just talk about hockey and other stuff. Locker Room is the perfect place to start or join conversations about the league. You can find fans just like you for things like watch parties or debates or post-game breakdowns or reacting to big news or rumors or, again, just to get together and chat. You'll have a chance to chat with me and might even have a chance to be featured on this podcast through our locker room conversations. I will be hosting a locker room during game six of the Stanley Cup round two between the Las Vegas Golden Knights and the Colorado Avalanche on Thursday evening. Go download the free locker room app now, currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, join the NHL group for the latest league updates. I can't wait to hear everybody's thoughts on what's going on in the playoffs, and I will see you there. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. I am back once again to talk to you about Built Bar. What is your favorite Built Bar flavor? Did you know that Built Bar has nine delicious flavors plus the occasional limited time flavor? When you talk to a Built Bar fan, they are definitely passionate about their favorites. If you don't know the Built Bar flavors, well, you're missing out. They've got a bunch of great ones included are things like raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, and salted caramel. There is something for everyone. 
You know what my flavor, favorite flavor is? Well, it's one of those occasional limited time flavors right now that is called Grasshopper Cookie. And it tastes exactly like you might think it would taste. Kind of minty, kind of chocolatey, covered in 100% chocolate, by the way. And if you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine available flavors. Order today and get that raspberry or mint brownie or grasshopper cookie or whatever you like. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. The Washington Capitals traded Jonas Siegenthaler to the New Jersey Devils in April for a third round pick in the 2021 NHL draft. The deal was a little bit of a surprise. Siegenthaler, who's 24, was signed to an affordable contract, 800 k and remained under team control for several more seasons. In a cap-strapped world, those are two valuable things. And we actually talked about that when the trade deadline was coming up about who we should or should not maybe move around. He was also coming off a 2019-2020 season where he played in almost every game and was a penalty kill specialist. He seemed to be part of the team's future. A week after the Devils season ended... Siegenthaler got honest about the trade during an Instagram live interview with Olivier Borer. It appears he asked for that trade. Quote, I wanted out of Washington because I didn't play. Of course, that's a bit of a shame because I had it very well with my teammates and I thought Washington as a city was cool. Siegenthaler, who is a 6'3", 211-pound defenseman, was the victim of a numbers game. He shoots left and was caught on the Capitals' depth chart behind Dmitry Orlov, Brendan Dillon, and Zdeno Chara. He only played in seven games for the Capitals last season, including one where he suffered the indignity of playing 28 whole seconds as the team's seventh defenseman during a March 11th game against the Philadelphia Flyers. Siegenthaler said Zdeno Chara was a, quote, living legend and, quote, took my place away from me. It was difficult for head coach Peter Laviolette to tell Chara that he wouldn't play. Siegenthaler's future remained murky beyond this season, with Michael Kempney returning from tearing his Achilles tendon, and Martin Fervari poised to graduate to the NHL next season. He elaborated on his struggles in Washington during his breakdown day interview with the Devils, which he did conduct in English. Mentally, it wasn't easy, he said. In Washington, I was watching the games mostly in the stands. As a young guy, you just want to play games. You just want to play hockey. It wasn't easy mentally, but I just tried to stay in the game mentally and physically. So I got traded and got my chance here and finally played some hockey again. Then I got COVID. It was probably the worst timing ever, but I think after this year, I kind of grew mentally like a lot. It took a lot of patience. You start thinking and thinking. In the end, it was a good learning process in my mental game. Siegenthaler moved in with Devils captain and 2017 first overall pick Nico Heeshear after the deal. The two knew each other from the junior national team and had vacationed together in the past. Quote, it hurts a little not to be with a title contender anymore, he said. But the Devils are a young team and maybe a little immature. In two or three years, we'll be a top team that can fight for the cup. Here's hoping, Jonas. And I, I really do hope, you know, the Devils have a lot of really good young talent. And I hope they go the way of, like, let's say, the Rangers this past season and kind of continue 
to build on that and make a better name with themselves. I would also like to see that rivalry between the Rangers and the Devils grow some new life. But that's just the selfish hockey watcher in me. Up next, Nicholas Backstrom gets his report card for the season. If I wanted to place a bet on whether or not the Colorado Avalanche would win the Stanley Cup, I could do that at betonline.ag. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. You can get all of the latest news, odds, and info for all of your sporting needs, including baseball, basketball, hockey, golf, UFC, MMA, and any other action that's available to bet on. Do not sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game. The playoffs for basketball and hockey are in full swing. Head on over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Investing can be complicated, but whether you're a beginner or you've been investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy. They have the right tools for every portfolio. Wealthfront can create a portfolio of globally diversified, low-cost index funds personalized just for you in minutes. No manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on preferences you control. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to Wealthfront.com slash locked on NHL. All you need is $500 to get started. Grow your wealth the easy way and let Wealthfront do the work for you. To get your first $5,000 managed for free for life, go to wealthfront.com slash locked on NHL. That's W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T dot com slash locked on NHL to start growing your savings. Go to wealthfront.com slash locked on NHL and get started today. Last but not least today, Nicholas Backstrom gets his end of season report card. He led the Washington Capitals in points and assists this season, and yet his line mates tend to score a lot more than when they're with the other guy. Who's the other guy? We'll talk about that when we get to his report card. Let's just look at some numbers first of all. He played 55 games. He spent an average of 18 minutes on ice per game. He scored 15 goals. He had 38 assists. His 5-on-5 shot attempt percentage was 50.7. His 5-on-5 expected goal percentage was 50.6. His 5-on-5 actual goal percentage was 61.2. And one of the things I'm including in this report card is actually from one of my favorite websites, Russian Machine Never Breaks. And it's the results of their fan happiness survey that they took during three different times over the course of the season. They took it as the season began, sort of right down the middle, and once the season was over. So the end of January, the end of March, and the end of May. And what they asked was, on a scale of 1 to 5, how happy are you to have this player on the team? Now, during those first two, at the end of January and the end of March, our buddy Nicholas Backstrom was a 4.9 out of 5 
on that happiness scale. But at the end of May, he'd gone down to a 4.6. That's still a really great score. And I think it probably went down a little bit in terms of it followed his on-ice performance, right? And I think that's when his hip injury really started to affect his game. So for the second season now in a row, he recorded a .69 assists per game. That's nice. That puts him around 15th in the league. Still elite territory for a 33-year-old and someone who was just a little bit hobbled. He led the Caps in assists and points, placed a surprise third in goals after starting off red hot. It makes him seem a little bit better than he actually was, though. The Caps attempted 51 shots per hour when he was on the ice, generated 1.9 expected goals, which are both career lows for Backstrom, and both virtually even with how opponents fared in those samples. What's a little bit worse is the compressed schedule took its toll on Backstrom. He hit the wall late in the season. That hip injury visibly impacted his postseason performance. And it's impossible to think about Backstrom without comparing him to Evgeny Kuznetsov. Alex Ovechkin gets a goal rate roughly cut in half when he's paired with Backstrom instead of Kuznetsov, which is really kind of interesting. With underlying rates like shot attempts dropping 25% and others like high danger chances falling off a cliff like 75%. That same effect happened with TJ Oshie, though Tom Wilson seemed to do, be, do noticeably better with Backstrom. So as much as Backstrom feels like the heart of this team, there might be a little bit to worry about the, that as well. Washington needs a center that can activate Ovechkin. And according to the statistics here, it doesn't necessarily look like that's Nicholas Backstrom anymore. I don't necessarily think it's Evgeny Kuznetsov either. But we'll talk about that when we get to his report card. Some newsworthy notes from over the course of the season about Nicholas Backstrom. First of all, he was Jacob Verona's handholder. And we talked about this. We talked about a lot of these things here on the podcast. Um, he was sporting a black eye for a big part of the beginning of the season. It was kind of an odd season with him leading the team in goals for a while. And he became the fourth Caps player ever to score 250 goals. He reached his 1,000th game as a capital this season. He assured all of us that Ovi will stay when he um, signs his next deal. And he even offered to negotiate on Ovi's behalf for 0.5% of the overall cost. At the beginning of the playoffs, he was all about only positive vibes At the end of the playoffs, he said there's not a person in the room who isn't disappointed. Both of those are probably right. And then, of course, his lower body injury at the end of the regular season. Those were all the kind of big headlines for Nicholas Backstrom, although he's not a real big headline maker to begin with. Now it is your turn. I put out a survey on Twitter, as I will be doing for all of these end-of-season report cards, wherein I asked all of you to provide me with a end-of-season award. Your choices were Best Vibes, Best Vacant Bench Stare, and Best Swede. And the winner was, of course, Best Swede, because he is. And that got 55% of the votes, or just thereabouts, 
followed behind by Best Vacant Bench Stare, and coming in last place was Best Vibes. So that's our quick look at Nicholas Backstrom and his season. Do you think next season he'll get his offensive touch back? If not, it'll be interesting to see how he gets used either with or without one Alexander Ovechkin. Next time, I will be back with a report card for Norris Trophy perennial John Carlson. Until then, to tide you over, you can get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. And until then, be sure to rock the red, unleash the fury, and cheer in all caps. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you just listened to, please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast so that you don't miss an episode and you can help others discover it and join our community. Follow the podcast on Twitter at LockedOnCaps. Follow me on Twitter at Amy Rothenberger. Like and follow the podcast on Facebook at LockedOnCapitals. I also have another hockey podcast where I swear and yell a lot with my friend Julie. It doesn't happen daily or even weekly. But you can find it on Twitter at PuckerUpPodcast. Our outro music is written and performed by Peter Hassett.